Oh man, God is good by Jonathan uh, McReynolds. We got a one and only Bishop Joseph Walker on with us this morning. Bishop Thank Joseph Walker. So good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. Man, man, it's a blessing to be on today. That's a powerful song, man. Oh, oh absolutely. Uh, it, 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 it was kind of like a trigger song for me. Today is January the 29th. And uh, uh, I'm going to throw you a curveball. Uh, I did not wake up, uh, as I was just saying on Facebook Live, as a grieving father. I woke up as a testimony this morning that God is really good. In despite of everything that you, you've been through, Bishop, uh, you know, uh, we're going we gonna to talk. We can take our time this morning. I didn't really plan on playing another gospel song. I just wanted to share my testimony this morning and hope that it encouraged others. Uh, uh, and what made you pick this song this morning? You know, I think sometimes we, we think goodness is always determined by us. But goodness is never really determined by us. Goodness is determined by God. Sometimes when you're going through situations, it don't feel good. It don't look good. Matter of fact, it's straight up. It feels horrible. And it doesn't mean that the things that happen to us are good. It means that ultimately they work out for our good. We're able to learn so much about ourselves, about the people around us, and we're able to learn so much about God. Things we've heard about. We really get to know God through our own personal experiences. And sometimes when you're going through, you begin to realize, man, I can't make it without Him. Because if I had not gone through what I was going through, I would have never known how powerful and awesome God is. When God takes us through things, it is never for our demise. It is always for our development. We don't realize how much stronger we really become. And so I think it's important, particularly when people are going through things you don't go through by themselves. You have to have a village. You have to have a relationship with God. You have to be willing to plug in. You see, because all of us go to a point where we're to the end of ourselves and we try to do life by ourselves. But in this season, you've got to learn to plug in. Ricky, I don't care what kind of phone a person has. They can flip phone. They could have an Android. They could have an iPhone. But everybody's going to come to that point where your phone says 3%. When you get a 3%, you got to realize it's at that moment. I don't care how expensive, how popular your phone is. You're going to have to plug in to a power source greater than yourself. And there you are in the mall looking for an outlet, in restaurants, looking under tables, talking to people you don't even know. Is there an outlet over here? Because you recognize your phone can't function unless you plug in. And I don't care what you have, how much money you make. Everybody's going to come in at 3%. But you get to the end of yourself, like, Lord, I need to plug in. And that's what the word is for somebody today. Yes, Maybe sir. this is the time for you to plug in to a power source greater than yourself. Plug in. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Be encouraged because God is good. Hey, 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 Bishop Walker. Yeah. God is good. It's, it's like uh, everybody expected me to take off work today. You know, and, and just sit there, man. I, I was thinking, Bishop Walker, I was talking about, uh, last night. Man, there's so many people out there <clears throat> that have suffered losses and struggling and suffering and going through stuff. And, uh, I just woke up with so much encourage, encouragement this morning and felt like, man, we got to put on a show for the people. We got to come on here and, and, and give a positive and encouraging word for the people. People out here suffering. People out here got to go to dialysis. People have to uh, go to chemotherapy. Uh, people out here lost more than one kid. People out here lost uh, uh, several kids and, and and stuff, man. And even though despite of what we're going through, we are still blessed. 
Some people don't even survive. How many funerals you done went to where somebody went and viewed a body and went and sat down and died right then because they had a heart attack and couldn't take it? Man, I, that could have been me. It could have yeah. been me. Yeah. And and yeah. so yeah. I woke up this morning with a with a lot of thanks uh, thankfulness in my heart, and 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 as a testimony to show that God will, but you have to trust Him. And if I never felt God before a day in my life. I felt them a year ago because it was him that carried me through that situation. And here I am one year later today, today, sitting in this chair, able to talk about God's goodness and how good he is. And you have to lean on him and you you have to trust him. Elaborate on that, Bishop. You got to trust him. One of the most powerful things in the book of Job, Ricky was that God said, I can put my reputation on the line because I know no matter what happens with Job, he's not going to make me look bad. Can God trust you with trouble? Can you take your trouble and make it transformational to be a blessing to somebody else? Don't ever personalize your trouble and your trauma and think it's just about you. Maybe God is allowing it to happen to you because he knows you're going to take it, you're going to package it, you're going to use it to encourage somebody else. And that's what being plugged in is about when you recognize, man, you didn't go through just for you. Here you are today on the anniversary, pouring out to other people, letting them know that, yes, it still hurts. Yes, it's painful. But you're going to use it as a witness to the memory and to the glory of God and the memory of your son to tell somebody, if God got you through it, he can get them through it. That's what being plugged in is all about, bro. And I and I and I want to say I want to follow up on those words with Bishop. Y'all heard what Bishop Walker just said. If you in your car right now, wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever you're going through, I just want you to just lean on God. I just want you to just trust God because He's awesome, Bishop. God, I used to hear my grandmother say that God is a is a is a heart fixer and a mind regulator. Yeah. Yeah. And he would give you peace that surpasses all understanding. All yeah. yeah. Man, you know, I, 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 I could shout right now because I woke up to my family this whole weekend and enjoyed my family. God, yeah. I woke up yesterday morning on a Sunday, a year ago, I was getting bad news about the most tragic thing that ever happened to yeah. me. And I woke up yeah. yesterday morning with the sun shining on my face with yeah, peace. Something. Yeah. You understand? He'll do it. Yeah. And I yeah. don't care how bad you think it is, y'all. Two things. Trust God and go and get therapy. God created therapists to help us through some of the situations because if your ankle hurt, you're going to go to the ankle doctor. If your stomach hurt, you're going to go to a, a gastrologist. If, 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 your, if your head hurts, and you, you're going to go to a neurologist. Uh, so, But when your brain, which is only a muscle, you have to go get some therapy, but you have to also trust God. And our you bishop, to, and all the people that's out there suffering and have suffered grief this morning, Bishop, I was just like you, just in your own way. I don't care about no songs this morning. Take your time, and Bishop, if you would just lead everybody into a word of prayer this morning uh, for all the people that's out there that's suffering. If you're in your car right now, here you right. go, Bishop. God, we, we come today on this day remembering a year ago how our brother, our friend, went through a traumatic experience that no parent ever wants to go through. We recognize, God, that as you kept him and you kept his family, 
but you're going to keep us. Leave it as we're in our car, on our job, as many who are watching and listening around the world with tears in their eyes right now. Let them know that you know. Let them know, God, that grief is not a sprint. It's a marathon. David did not run through the valley of the shadow of death. He walked. But thank you for walking with us, for holding our hand. Thank you for reminding us that we cannot do this alone. But we must be plugged into you. We thank you for the peace of God that passes all understanding. And so, God, today, we take that which is heavy and we give it to you. And we thank you for this moment because we recognize this moment, this praise moment. Bless somebody who was on the edge, who was about to give up. But I thank you now that things are going to get better from here. And we give you glory. We give you praise. We believe in Jesus' name. It is done. Amen. Amen, Bishop. Hey, 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 our, our Super Day, give me that for every mountain by Kurt Carr. I think that's just an appropriate song. Bishop, what do you say? It for is. every mountain you brought me over, yeah. for every trial you see me through, for every mm-hmm. blessing, hallelujah, for this, for I this, give I give you mm-hmm. praise. Bishop, I absolutely love you. Uh, let everybody know how you could be reached. Hey, man, listen, y'all follow me at Joseph Walker 3. Follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. I'm going to send y'all something. Uh, when you follow me, I'm going to send you a word. I think that's going to help you get through what you're dealing with. And then when you when you follow me, let me know you were listening to the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Bishop, here you go, man. Let's give God some praise this morning because he's awesome. He's awesome. Love you, Bishop. Love you too, Rick. Here we go, y'all. For every mountain, Kurt Carr right here. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, Rick Smiley Morning Show. Catch the front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. A drone attack killed three U.S. service members and wounded more than 30 others. In an outpost in Jordan, marking the first time U.S. troops has been have been killed by enemy fire in the Mideast since the start of the Gaza War. The attack comes after weeks of efforts to keep the Israel-Hamas conflict from spreading further through the, re- through the region. U.S. President Joe Biden blamed Iran-backed militant groups and vowed to hold them responsible. Iran has denied any involvement. In other news, a 30-year-old woman, uh, a mother, has been charged in connection with shots fired after a basketball game at Hueytown High School in Birmingham, Alabama. Unethia Arnett Shackelford faces charges of attempted murder and possession of a deadly weapon on school grounds. The incident happened on Friday night in the school parking lot as people were leaving. Shackelford is being held in the Jefferson County Jail on a $67,000 bond. Lastly, smaller breasts along with neck lifts might be the plastic surgery trend of 2024. (laughs) Smaller? Smaller. Neck lifts. Yeah. Some aesthetic plastic surgeons predict smaller but more shapely cup sizes will be in this year. Neck lifts are also becoming more popular as people realize a facelift without a neck lift appears obvious. What was that? What? Facts. A neck lift. A Thanks. neck lift. They're getting their face lifted, but they still got all that extra neck meat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they need to do both. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick rundown of this morning's headlines. For more news and updates, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Super Bowl is set. Kansas City Chiefs and the San, uh, San Francisco 49ers. We're going to get more detail later on in the show. But let me say this. Mama, there go that man. He is him. 
I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes. Went on the road, beat the Baltimore Ravens. Shout out to Travis Kelsey, who also reminded everybody who he is. Uh, Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson should still win the MVP for the season, but uh, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Now let's move on to the second game. Detroit Lions and the San Francisco 49ers. Um, you got to be kidding me is all I can say. Blew a 17-point lead. Played three solid quarters. I'm talking about the Detroit Lions, but had a brain fart in the third quarter. Dropped two passes. Dropped the interception. And ball bounced off his head. I ain't never been that mad Come a on, day Rick. in my life. Come Butter, on, Rick. Not, not Butterfingers. Unsalt, uh, Lando Lakes unsalted <laughs> Butterfingers. Come on, Rick. Lando Lakes Man. unsalted we Butterfingers. Had, we had the game. Absolutely oh, damn terrible. All those first downs, all those opportunities oh, that she missed. Only thing, you, you got one job. Come on. Catch, catch the damn ball. Catch the ball. The, ball. the quarterback putting the ball right in your damn hands. Come on. Man. Man, bro, I can't even talk about it. I know how the Falcon felt in the Super Bowl. Man, this is ridiculous. No, listen, no disrespect to the 49ers. They did what they, what they were supposed to do by taking advantage of all the Lions' mistakes. It is what it is. Congratulations to them. But And why you didn't kick the field goal? Why are you going on it, okay. going for it? Let me, let me explain for, that. For the, for why do you just kick the field goal to keep momentum going and put extra points right. on the board? Look, it was, it, was, it was bad coaching mixed with wide receivers dropping balls. What is the deal? Is that the new thing in the NFL, in the college football? Well, wide let me receivers explain. cannot catch a freaking ball. Now, I'm with Uh-oh. you on the wide receivers. Let me go back to the. Let me answer your coaching question. I don't think it was a bad coaching situation. I would have kicked the field goal too, but that's Dan Campbell and that's the Detroit Lions way. They've been playing that way the whole season. That's how they got to where they are right now, playing aggressive, going for them fourth downs. They've had success at it all season long. So why stop right now? So I would have kicked it, but I'm not mad that he didn't because that's the way we've been playing the whole year. But we'll get it to it, man. Stay tuned. Next sports report is going gonna, gonna to get real. Uh, Brett, take it away. You got the hot spot covered up next, right? Miss, y'all emotional. Man. Mary J. Blige, y'all. Is she on this Lovers and Friends tour or not? Tell you up next on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, yeah. Me and this hot. Woo. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, y'all. Ricky Morning Show. Time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat-Tat, and this is The Hot Spot, where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. With no new wide releases on the schedule this weekend, The Beekeeper was tops in its third week of release. Uh, the Jason Statham uh, action film earned $7.4 million. The Mean Girls musical was close behind with $7.3 million, And Wonka came in third with $5.9 million. Meanwhile, Mary J. Blige, y'all, is back on the Lovers and Friends Festival lineup, now with a higher billing. After saying on Thursday that her inclusion on the lineup was an error, Mary J. appeared on the festival's website on Friday alongside original headliners Janet Jackson and Alicia, and Alicia Keys, Backstreet Boys, and Usher, appeared atop of the first lineup and now have been tucked on the lower lines. But Mary J. Blige responded to her reinstatement on the lineup through an Instagram story on Friday with two emojis, a smirking face and a bag of money. Mm, come on, queen. <laughs> I'm not mad oh at her. My God. You better understand. She up that ante, honey. She raised that bet. Oh, y'all gonna put me on there and not tell me? You know how they do, Ricky. Yeah. Y'all gonna have to pay me a little more for that since she done lied on me. If you really want me, you gonna tack on this extra that I'm asking for. 
Yeah, that's that's wow. wow. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> we don't really have time. Let me get this in real quick. Uh, Lenny Kravitz y'all will be presented with the icon, the music icon award at the 2024 People's yes. Choice Awards on February 18th in Santa Monica, California. Kravitz is also expected to perform at the event, which celebrates fan favorites in film, TV, and music. All right, y'all. We're gonna wrap up the hot spot on that note. Become oh lord. But coming up next, we got Rock T's joke of the day. Rock T, is it gonna be funny? Happy time. Brigitte Tad, happy times. Oh, Lord, I hope we'll have to figure it out for 45 minutes. All right, coming up next, y'all, it's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Chip of the day. 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 All right, Rock, it's got to be funny. Come on, now, it's Monday. And by the way, uh, Rock, it's January the 29th. It's Rita Brent's birthday. What? Okay. Happy birthday, Rita Brent. Brent. Okay, Rita Brent, that's Brent. my girl. Damn right. So funny the joke, the joke got to be funny because you represent Rita Brent. Just don't, one don't do her like, don't do this, Rita like that. This joke is for our sister Rita Brent. Oh, Come on. Lord Jesus. So the school bell rings and everybody in class and the tardy bell is. So, you know, if you ain't in class by the time the tardy bell rings, you late. John is crawling into class after the tardy bell. So the teacher says, hey, John, why are you crawling into the class? John said, well, you the one that said, don't you dare walk in my class late. <laughs> what? Uh, so, so he crawled in. Uh, yeah. That's, that's not what he said. Happy okay. birthday, Rita. There you go, Rita. No, dang. So, that, yeah, so yeah. No, that's where we at now? Yeah. Our spirits yeah. all down now, for real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So oh, instead, of, instead of walking in there. That teacher said. <laughs> instead of walking in there, he crawled no, on he in crawled there. crawled in that bad boy. No, we, oh, It was similar. Similar. That ain't even a word. Similar. Yeah. She said, don't you walk in my class late? So he crawled in there. I crawled in that bathroom. I swear I wish I would have did something like that. Now, you know, I used to do stuff like this in high school. Yes, sir. And get suspended for it. Have the principal have to get up and walk out because he's trying not to laugh in my face. This is my type of stuff. Brad, I'm with it. I'll give it. i go ahead and give him a pass. What's your Brad? He was going to get suspended because it was stale, bro. Come on now. Come on now. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, Brad, what you got coming up next? Man, I don't even know what's coming up next. <laughs> Come on, Brad. Man, man, Rock T, why you got to do that? Coming up, man. <laughs> Ain't no tease. Man, come on, man, Gary got the word of the day. Okay, the word of the week next week, next today, tomorrow, today, right now. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. <laughs> it's time for Gary's Word of the Week. And you know this, man. All right, y'all. Gary, word of the week. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. How are we? We are blessed this morning. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Blessed and highly flavored. Yes. Yes. I like that, Gary. Highly flavored. Highly flavored. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yeah. What you got for your word for the week? Okay, so Ricky, this word. This is a brand new segment, by the way. Yeah, it's a brand new segment, and it's called the word of the week, y'all. So the word of the week today, y'all, is circumspect. Uh huh. Yes, circumspect. Now, circumspect, y'all, is to be careful to consider all circumstances and risk before doing or saying something, Ricky. You get that? Right. And here's the example. 
The new employee, Ricky, made sure that he was very circumspect before he went into the boss's office to tell him what he knew about his wife. Right. And, and, and the word, and give it a definition again. I'm trying to write it. Yeah, write that down. Now, circumspect means to be careful to consider all circumstances, Ricky, and risk before doing or saying something. Now, use that in a sentence again. Uh, the sentence goes, the new employee, Ricky, made sure that he was very circumspect before he went into the boss's office to tell him what he knew about his wife. So, you know, his wife may have been cheating or playing around with somebody see, else in the job. See, you, you can't even focus on the word of the week. You want to make some kind of mess out of it about a man cheating on a woman. Was he black Was he black or white? Of Watch course this. he was of African descent. <laughs> okay, there you go. And, and Gareth, for, for that, how can we find that word for the week and how to use it in a sentence as we expand our vocabulary? Yes, you can find that word by going to the rickysmodermorningshow.com and it's going to be still right there but you know Ricky it really it kind of threw me when I first saw it right <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to say nothing but <laughs> you first thought I was like oh what 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 are we doing I circumcised circumcised yes because I knew what circumcised me I'm sure you do you never see a U-Haul behind a hearse you know, you can't take it with you. Yeah. And whatever your gift is, you can't take it with you. So what are you going to do with it when you're here? Who have you lifted up? Who have you made better? Who have you helped out? Not not how much do you have, but what you have. Some people have love. Some have patience. Some have money. Some have fame. Whatever your talent is, we all have something. Help your fellow man. At the end of the day, we're, none of us are perfect, but you do the best you can. Hold it. Half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the tea and the color of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. And I just want to say this. Oh, I'm just so sick of these recliner chair coaches. Good morning to you. It's Monday, a beautiful, we beautiful day. We play football. All three of us are athletes. Yeah, but everybody, y'all not everybody athletes now. damn football except Special K. Hell, we got to be subjected to hearing this I, all before the dog. You ain't never play, uh, put a helmet on a day in your life. I played at Florida State two years, man. Go on. Go on, Gary. Good to see you. Only helmet you put on was that. I blew my knee out. Man, go ahead. That fifth grade class, uh, oh, teacher told y'all put y'all helmets on like Mike Epps said. Take a okay. nap. That was that. Honey. <laughs> All right, here's what's happening. to celebrity news. All right, Ricky, y'all. Everybody's whispering about Kevin Hart's career. Some people saying y'all his career may be over. Some people saying may be canceled. But they're saying a judge y'all has refused, honey. Kevin Hart's request to have Latasha, Tasha K, y'all to remove, honey, her allegedly deaf. Defamatory, y'all interview with his ex assistant Misha Shakes. Now, they're saying y'all that Judge Mitchell Beckloff said that the emergency request for a temporary restraining order did not, honey, include a transcript of the interview for him to review. And here's what it went down The machine you worked for yes. was the heart. Yes. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Aniko Hart. Aniko Hart. What made you reach out? It is a time for Hollywood to hear this story, especially because a lot of people are locked in non-disclosures and they're not able to talk and protect themselves. They, they redug up, I guess, old LGBTQ jokes or something. Correct. That he was saying on Twitter and they wanted him to apologize and he said, F*** you. Oh my God, Enrique, you know you don't say nothing about the LGBTQIA, honey. And they, they What did she actually just say? I don't even understand what she said. Well, honey, she said a mouthful of words and didn't get choked, but honey, um, we're going to follow that story, honey, and see what Kevin Houghton... <laughs> Because we love Kevin Hart, and he definitely needs the career. But, you know, he said some things that the judge said, we're going to keep it on tape. You know, Kevin wanted to have some stuff removed, but they said no. 
they keeping it. So, you know, when they start bringing that out to court, people start looking at you a different way, honey. So, well, that will be all right. Yeah, well, we hope so, Ricky. Sounds like somebody just digging for something. Yeah, he on hard. Kevin Hart is on every damn commercial on television. His, I think his yeah. career is fine. Yeah, Diddy was too. But anyway, we're going to follow We're going to see how that all turned out, honey. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Speaking of Diddy, y'all, baby, they say Miss Cassie Ventura. You know, she now goes by the name of Cassie Fine. They say this girl was at the Paris Fashion Week. They say she looked like a hundred million dollars. Now they say, baby, they say, they say, baby, Miss Cassie and her husband, honey, is living a very. They was used to live a very low key life. They say now they are looking amazing. They looked good at the Paris um, Fashion Week. They're saying, honey, that Miss um, Miss um, Cassie got her stimulus package from Diddy. And, <laughs> Damn. Yeah, oh, baby. They say this girl. They say this girl got the stimulus package, honey. And honey, she, honey, honey. <laughs> <laughs> they wearing furs and things, honey, and they looked amazing, honey. So I'm they like, look cute now. They did look cute. They look cute, Brad. I'm like, all right, Miss Cass. That's what you I do, think honey. Stimulus, Gary. <laughs> yes, they, they say she got a stimulus. <laughs> As they shoot. Yeah, honey. So I'm like, well, congratulations to um, Miss Cassie, honey. Because, you know, I mean, a girl got to do what she got to do. You know, she went through a lot, honey, to get that package, y'all. So congratulations goes out to her and her husband. Now, I don't know if I keep that husband around too much, but, um, you know, hey. Well, he going to reap the benefits, too. Hey. Yeah. He, they definitely. struggled together. She probably was going through a lot of stuff before she was able to talk about what she went through, and he probably helped her through it. and. You know, right. she's probably very happy to share everything with him for doing that. Yeah, and, and that's true, too. You know, it's amazing. She went from black to white, honey. I guess they said, you know, because some people be talking about black men stressed, and I don't believe that, honey. Black men are great people, but uh, Miss Cassie just decided to <laughs> Well, well in, from, from what she wrote, from what we hear, did he stress her? Yeah. He was stressed out. Yeah, uh, so that means yeah. that might be true then, huh, Brad? I don't know, Gary. You tell me. <laughs> uh, they do. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, y'all. And, you know, in my final story, yo, y'all, now they say Diddy is still trying, I mean, Diddy, 56 is still trying to get his doggone money from Miss Sierra Mari. Stop he it. need to leave that woman alone. Hell, he didn't lost all that weight on, on Zip, Ozempic. He didn't told the truth now, and like everybody else doing. So let her go. Just he, let what it you go. mean he told the truth? They said he came out and admitted y'all that he was allegedly using Ozempic. When he sh- when, when he say that? That's what I heard, honey. That's what they said. Yeah, and you know, they don't lie, baby. So allegedly. But you know, he needs to leave that woman alone. Why do men do that, boy? That woman, you gave her the money, hell, she uh, she earned the money or whatever. Let her keep her dog on change. I mean, stop. Attacking people like that. I mean, he gonna wind up being the next Diddy, honey. We gonna have a book about him, honey. Somebody could tell a story about what he allegedly did to them. So just let the woman have her money and stop stressing about it, honey, and go on with life. You're a millionaire, a billionaire, whatever you are. Go. Leave her alone. All right, the color today, honey, is one of my favorite colors. My color today, y'all, is P. On the high end, you say P, and on the low end, you say beautiful green. That's your color for the day. And <laughs> that's beautiful. Y'all give it up for Gary with the T. Calling from Greenwood, I'd like to wake up my family in Greenwood, Prosperity, Palmyra, Columbia, Irmo. 
Wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning, Ricky. I'm calling to wake up Nikki, Kaylee, and Chelsea. Get up, get up, get up. Hi, this is Susie. I'm calling from Orlando, Florida. Wake up, wake up, wake up, Solaris. Yeah, I'm just calling to wake up everybody in Indianapolis, Indiana, Baltimore, Maryland, Texas, Arizona, California. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Get on your radio. Radio. can't wait to hear your take on this one. Uh, the DM says, I have a problem with the people I work with, and y'all might think I'm being petty, but I'm really bothered. My birthday was Friday, and I turned 38. I'm not really friend-friends with my co-workers in my department, but there were literally like two people out of about 40 that said happy birthday. Now, last month, one of my co-workers had her 45th birthday, and they had a cake in the break room and sang to her and everything. And I'm really feeling some kind of way because I got divorced a few months ago and neither my ex-wife nor our two teenage kids reached out to say anything either. Now I'm going into the office with an attitude and I don't know how to act like I'm not mad about it. Should I just shake it off and let it go or do you have a better idea? Oh, wow. Let it go, man. Man. And maybe you should think about why people ain't reacting like you want them to act to That part. Yeah, you, you, you may you may just not be a good. You about to burn some bridges or something, dog. <laughs> yeah, they don't like your you kids. Ain't even say happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something, something the matter with that, dog. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah you might be a need common to go to denominator here. Self check. <laughs> uh, Gary, your thoughts? Well, maybe they forgot. People don't be remembered. Let me tell you something. When my birthday comes around, I don't care who remembers it, as long as I remember it. So people just may have not remembered it was his birthday and stuff. And I get sick of all these people making a big thing about their birthday. It's your birthday, hell, not mine. But so it sounded like that at the at his workplace <laughs> yeah, that they, they celebrate birthdays. Well, I mean, celebrate certain people's birthdays. So, you know, I mean, everybody don't get a birthday celebration on the job, on our job, so... If you don't get one, celebrate it yourself. That's oh, wow. yeah. That's a good point. I ain't mad at you, dog. So, yeah, that's a good point. I ain't mad. Uh, <laughs> Brad, so you're bothered about it, though. You're a grown I, man. I just say let it go. She should let it go. She got other people that love her, and she can celebrate with them. Don't worry about it. And definitely don't let them see you sweat like it bothers you. It's a man. It's a man. <laughs> that's, a pro- that's a problem right there, too. <laughs> okay, well, him. That's a man law. Him. Him. Yeah, that is, that is, a, that, that a, is a man law violation when you're grown, you're a grown ass man and you sitting up here yeah, at the I'm office mad because everybody didn't say happy birthday to you. I wouldn't care either. Exactly. I don't be caring about stuff like that. As long as my mom <laughs> recognized my birthday and, 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 you know what I'm saying? My mom yeah. laid down and gave birth to me. That's all that she say happy birthday. That's, that's one thing, you know. Uh, if the kids miss your birthday, that's, uh, that can have you feeling some kind of way sometimes. Just to still be here. But not the office. I wouldn't care. Right. I'm a, people got other birthdays. You know, it's a birthday every day. Yes. Oh, Lord. It's a birthday every day. It's too many to remember, too many to keep up with. I yes, don't know Lord. nobody on the morning show birthday. I just cannot remember. And you shouldn't remember. It's day birthday here. Remember your right. own birthday. So I ain't got time to be worried. I think I know why his birthday. wife divorced him. <laughs> Say what? His wife divorced him. She didn't want to be in no same-sex marriage. Because oh. <laughs> oh, apparently he a girl, too. <laughs> Uh, Black Tony, what's, what's up? What's up? What's up, man? What's now, up? Inside, inside, you already know what's up. Sir. You know, I'm the man. Are you coming to work, you man? See, 
Well, you should have had a note. I wasn't finna call the word today because I'm on strike. You on strike? What you, I what you all, striking? All the, all the black, all the black people in America, I'll be on strike today against the uh, NFL. Son. That's that's what it is. I'm, I'm calling for it right now. I'm calling for all black people in America. If you at work, go on and go get in your car and go home or get on the bus or whatever. However you got to work, go on home and go on strike until we figure out what what happened. So you want all black people in the United States yeah. of America to go on strike? Even like even light skinned people, yo. Even if you light skinned, but if you black, you need to go on strike. Cause with but the you dark skin, you really need to go on strike. Hell yeah, cause you got to stand up. You got to stand up for what happened last night. Shout it don't make no sense. I'm so upset right now. Shout you know I follow. I you know what you upset about? Shout you know, man. Shout you know I be on that NFL real hard, but you know I be on that NFL real hard. And how you gonna let the Detroit Lions with a black quarterback, a black coach, lose the whole damn Super Bowl? How that happen? Detroit ain't got a black quarterback or a black coach. What's his name? Lamont Jackson. How do you know I'm a bitch? That's, 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 that's the Ravens. Black That's the Ravens. Yeah. You got a black yeah, Lamont Jackson played for the Ravens. They, yeah. yeah. That's what, what I'm saying. The, the Lamont Jackson and the Ravens and, and, and all the black, uh, the, the whole Detroit line uh, football team, all them black folks, man, was, we yeah, got, the, a black the, Detroit. got a black all, all black players and they all lost. All, all cause San Francisco 49 uh what's her name? Go with uh what's her name? That's why they, the, the 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 San Francisco no, 49 a, quarterback go with that's Kansas. Kansas. That's why black that's Tony, why they wanted them to Tony. be in the damn black Super Bowl. Tony. They no more said about Black Tony. <laughs> that's the Kansas City Chiefs, they tight in go with uh Taylor Swift. They go together. Yeah, he, huh? yeah, he white. Yeah, the, the white, he white, but he had him. <laughs> he had him. He white. That white. Uh, you just said it right now. He, he white. But, but, but hold on, you might got a point. He might have a point, Black Tony, because he left his black girlfriend to get with Taylor Swift. Shout it. You don't. That's why deep. Think about that thing. Think about that. Hold that's on. Why we, that's why hold we on. need Black Tony. Black Tony, hold on. He left his black girlfriend and got with Taylor Swift, and all of a sudden, Kansas City Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. Black Tony, Come you on, might be Shady. on some. Come on, Shady. Shady, you better say that because that's a comparison there. And then, and that's then, La- right, and then Lamar Jackson over there. And, and Lamar uh, Jackson over there done but, did right. all that hard work for the Detroit Lions to get them to the no, Super no, Bowl. No, no, the Ravens. And now they ain't. The Ravens. Huh? The Ravens. You know what I'm saying? The, Detroit beat the Ravens. The, the Ravens have beat it. They, Black Tony, calm down, Sean. You confused Let's, let's get the facts straight. Yeah, everybody come. Cause we don't know. Now, I don't know who played last night. <laughs> Got everything confused. Well, that's why you shouldn't be at work neither. I'll see y'all tomorrow. I'm going to sign off, too. All right, Black Tony, peace. Get over here. Get somewhere and sit down. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Don't think about me because I'm grown. I'm going to be with the grown folks. You go be with the kids. Understand this. When I say it's time to go, it's time to go. Don't ask can you stay the night. You cannot. Don't ask can they come back over here and stay the night. They cannot. Don't get over here acting like you homework, like you ain't ate all day. If you do, I'm going to knock fire out of your throat. Don't touch nothing. Don't break nothing. Don't ask for nothing to drink. Don't ask for nothing to eat. Lisa and I already think her kids is better than everybody else, and they are not. If one of them touch you, you better knock their head off their shoulder. Don't come in there tackling to me about what you think, what you want, and how you feel. When we get ready to go, i tell you how you feel. Is everybody on the same page? Don't play with me. Ah. Then y'all ready to go. Y'all ready to go. Don't. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> well, y'all better say Gail Pinkett, the lady. That's my mama friend, Gail Pinkett, right there, y'all. Hold it. 
He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I wanna hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Oh. Gary has the tea and the clue of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Monday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in the celebrity news, y'all. Two long years ago, R&B singer, y'all, Tyrese, was ordered, y'all, to pay his beautiful ex-wife, Miss Samantha Lee, y'all, a measly $10,000 a month, honey, in child support for their four-year-old daughter, Soraya. Well, now they're saying, honey, that Samantha wants Tyrese to be held in contempt, y'all, for paying less than half of what he owes her for months. Now, they're saying that Tyrese's ex-wife, Samantha, honey, has filed for contempt of court against her ex-husband, claiming that the actor just has failed, honey, to pay child support, according to Radar Online. Now, they say Ms. Lee is dragging her ex-husband back to court for allegedly failing to pay his court order child support of $10,690 for their daughter. Now, they're saying, y'all, this is not the first time that Lee, honey, has taken legal action against Gibson, y'all, for his failure to pay child support. Why don't he pay that woman help? Neil Long just got what a measly $32,000 a month, and he can't pay $10,000 a month, said woman, for her child. I mean, it's, it's a well, sad What thing. is the amount that he's supposed to pay, $10,000 a month? $10,000 a month. $10,690. But, Ricky, he, look, did you just hear me? Look what Neil Long got. She just got $32,000 a month for child support. Health. So, did he getting, she getting four times more than um, Tyrese, and he can't pay that? All the money he got, he's living that beautiful mansion. He might not make what, uh, the, uh, what's the name there? Okie dokie. Okie dokie. What'd you say? Okie dokie. Yeah, he a coach. That's his name. <laughs> Whatever. But, uh, I mean, that's sad. I mean, and then he always in the damn news crying. Pay her. Just give her the money and be done with it. It's your four-year-old daughter. She's going to grow up and read about her daddy didn't want to take care of her, honey, when she get older and stuff. No. Yeah. I'm sure there's more to it than that. It can't be. She stayed going to court, taking his butt to court, and he don't want to pay it. I mean, hell, you riding around well, looking good. Pay no child support. Why don't you just keep her one week and let me keep her one week? Uh, not keep her. Let her be with you one week and be with me one week. You go get a job. I got a job. And that's fair. Yeah, well, Why is she entitled to $10,000 a month when the child can live with your dad one week or one month or whatever and, and switch it up? You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's... That's today's society. I, I, I mean, you know, children, uh, there's a lot of kids that's among parents that are no longer together. Yeah, well, evidently, honey, they didn't know that method, honey. So she, she got the child. He ain't paying for the child, honey. Lord, probably starving right now because the daddy can't pay no child support. But anyway, we just going to well, keep going. She don't work. Some, she probably works. When I seen all that picture, she ain't, she got legs. <laughs> okay. Arms. She, she got arms. Yeah. Got why, why can't she work? She probably worked trying to raise the child, make sure the child grew up to be a nice. I mean, why can't he work raise, raise the child? Come on now. Because he'd be out carrying on and stuff, and, and uh, being in carrying on doing his job. Okay, well, he's acting a, and singing. Okay, that means so pay when you get when you get your check, pay your child support. So pay. Why can't why can't she go out and work and pay? <laughs> because she is the mother, she has to raise the child and make sure the so, child is so, educated. So, well, and well do she's whatever. the mother, but he's the mother. Of, that's the problem. That's right. That's, that's right the problem. Now. That's the yeah, problem. She's a mother, but he's a mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the problem. Shut your mouth. That's the problem. Yeah, dog. Moving on, child. Another celebrity news, y'all. Over the weekend, y'all, it was reported, y'all, that former NBA player Iman Shumper, y'all, cut off the cable and the Wi-Fi at the home of his estranged wife, Miss Tiana Taylor, baby. No. And they two cheering, honey. But baby, Miss Tiana correcting the error, honey. She went in on TMZ, honey, 
telling them, honey, you know, um, how they did some things and said all kind of um, bad things about her and stuff, whatever. She said, honey, they still put out all kind of messages. If you want to keep um, leaking my documents, she said, show it all, honey, and come correct. She said, stop bits and pieces and putting tens and twos out. She said, I've been very graceful cordial and protective of all parties involved in this whole process. She said, sadly, that, that energy has not been reciprocated at all. And then she went on to say, honey, you know, that she filed for divorce, honey, under initials for privacy, which kept the uh, matter private for almost a whole year until nine. They went on and on and on. But I guess the, the utilities are back on because people are saying, honey, yeah, you know, she just airing that TMZ out, putting that stuff out there because... She got the lights turned back on. I did that too. My ex ain't finna have no 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 dude over there using my Wi-Fi and uh, my direct TV. Is you crazy? Oh my god! Some other dude sitting over there on the couch that you done bought watching uh uh (laughs) watching first forty eight cable bill. I'm paying. Uh uh. That is a damn mess. The Wi-Fi and the cable off. Well, you should have been there. Turn it off. Yeah, cut it off. Not turn it off. Cut it off. Yeah, and honey, it was definitely cut off, honey. So poor thing, honey. But that's I it. left that doggone girl. I got every bag of Grippo's potato chips up in that cabinet and got my damn uh, PlayStation. Got the hell on out of there and started over with a damn air mattress and a little TV sitting on the floor. I was happy. Uh-huh. I was happy. Mm-mm-mm, my lord, honey. Well, I'm glad she got it together, honey, because that don't make sense. You turning off, allegedly turning off things, honey. You ain't there no more, damn it. You don't want to be there, so, honey, leave my a Wi-Fi I and everything else. I wish another dude go over there and sit in my heat mm-hmm. that I'm paying for. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Well, quickly, Ricky, y'all, this is a story, y'all. This is very interesting, too, y'all. Jessica Bill, Justin Timberlake's um, wife, she claimed, y'all, that she enjoys eating and drinking in the shower. Now, she said it's pretty simple. She said you can do it. She said she find it um, deeply satisfying. She said I like to take a bite or sip and put it on, you know, the ledge. And she said, and then, honey, you do your thing. She said you wash your hands, you keep your soap out of your um, mouth or whatever and stuff like that. She also said the only trick thing is, y'all, when you're chewing, she said you got to keep your mouth closed because she still get under the water while chewing. And whatever reason, she said, I want to open my mouth at the same time and I don't know about that. Water. You don't That's eat in the nasty. shower. You can do it in the bath, bathtub. I don't buy no shower. It's nasty eating yeah. in the shower. I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how bubbles and, and uh, all of Olay body wash ain't wash ain't splashing over into the soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you eating in the shower? I don't understand that. You sitting in the shower with a plate of greens and some cornbread with some sliced tomatoes. Yes. I, I don't, I don't, I ain't never seen nothing. Pastor said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. They ain't never seen or heard of nobody doing nothing like that. Not even a bottle of water in the shower. You ain't in there for about five or ten minutes. Hey, how, what, that, what all they got on the plate? Uh, uh, collard greens with some uh, sliced onions and tomatoes. Candy yams. Sauce and some, uh, some cornbread, candy yams, and macaroni and cheese in the shower. Your ass can't wait till you get out of the shower. No. That. You can't eat that before you get in the shower. What you boy? You gonna sit in the shower? How, how does that work? Do, do you stand with the plate in your hand? How, how, how does that, that work? How do you wash your ass and eat in the shower? The color today is pee on the hand. You say pee and on the line, you say beautiful green. That's your color for that. Y'all need to just get with it, honey. Y'all don't know. Man, please. All right, y'all, y'all give it up for Gary with the team. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. January is Mental Health Awareness Month. I don't know if y'all knew that. January is Mental Health Awareness Month. Our research continues to show that your mental health significantly impacts your physical health. And, uh, and also how individuals 
with positive mental health can actually reduce the risk of heart attack and other serious conditions. Uh, this past year, my family and I uh, incorporated personal and family therapy to help us uh, recognize the one-year anniversary of the loss of my son, Brandon. And uh, and I know that there are many others out there uh, who are dealing with their new normal after dealing with a loss. Joining us this morning is Dr. Aldewan Tart. Uh, Dr. Tart, good morning, man. Happy to have you. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate Man, always good having you uh, first uh, this morning for those who may be dealing with grief and anxiety. Uh, what are some of the ways, you know, that you would suggest uh, that families cope with the loss of losing a loved one? I mean, well, first, Ricky, I want people to understand that how, how devastating this is. Uh, a study came out that said that 96,000 people uh, who lost a spouse, um, the surviving spouse, uh, passed the following week. That's ninety six thousand, and heart heart attack rate doubled. Wait, say that one more time. That's 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 real uh, interesting, Doctor Tart. All right. So so when we start talking about grief, say say you lost a spouse, right? And they did a study of ninety six thousand people. They found that the surviving spouse's death rate doubled the first week following the loss. Wow. All right. And when we look at heart attack rates, they double for men. And they triple for women right after the loss of a loved one. Wow. So when we start talking about grief, especially us as a people, Ricky, a lot of times we just kind of suck it up and try to move through it. We don't really know what to do. And that's the wrong thing because a lot of people just have unresolved grief. And there's something called prolonged grief disorder where there are a lot of people that just stay stuck in the grief and they can't move through it. And that's the worst kind of pain. And that's what I want to prevent and help this morning. Now, Dr. Tark, I want to talk a little bit about um, this whole concept of the new normal. I remember um, Ricky talking about, you know, how he would wake up and feel like he was on another planet, like it just felt really different. Yeah. Um, can you talk about how detrimental suppressing our feelings can be and what ways it can manifest into physical health issues? Yeah, I mean, what we're talking about is the first phase of grief and loss, which is shock and denial. I mean, that's just trying to avoid the pain. I, I don't even want to think this happened, right? And unfortunately, a lot of times people wake up and they'll, they'll, they'll go by a room, they'll make a phone call and realize they're not here anymore, mm -hmm. right? That's how, that's how big shock and denial is because we don't want to accept it because it's awful. So what happens is when we suppress it, 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 it goes into... It affects our sleep. It affects our, 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 our minds, our stomach, our well-being. Some people can't even shower months after, go back to work, right? And so when we suppress it, those emotions in, in which we honor that person's loss, and that means we have to we honor it with pain, we honor it with crying. When we cry, it actually releases cortisol, which is a stress hormone that makes us feel better. But when we don't do that, we busy ourselves or we work or we just work and put our heads down and not think about it. That's how we make our grief worse and we actually complicate it. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Todd, it's, it's crazy. Uh, I, I got up yesterday morning and I got up this mm -hmm. morning just celebrating. Uh, you confirmed everything I said in our spiritual uh, inspiration moment this morning. You know, uh, I cry it out. I, I've been getting therapy like like no other and I, I sit in my feelings and when I want to cry I know how to go in the closet and I just I just cry it out and I actually feel better uh, uh, when I cry you know yeah uh, 
and, and the and anxiety, Doctor Tart. Let, let me tell you, New okay. Year's Eve, the New Year's mm-hmm. Eve countdown, and then they start showing all the people that died in twenty twenty three, and I, I got all the TVs on. Do you understand, Brett, that my anxiety was so bad I felt like my son was going to die again? Do you understand that? Mm. Not 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 my son that's living, my son that's uh, that has already passed away. I felt like it was building up to him passing away again. And I'm walking around the house by myself, Christmas lights off because it's New Year's Eve, and 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 it just felt cold and dark and sad and my anxiety like something was about to happen and I, I that's, pro- that's probably one of my lowest points Dr. Tart what is the an- explain the anxiety well first of all Ricky I mean people say they can imagine what, the, you know, what you're going through but they don't no one knows you have to go through it personally and then you have to lose uh, a child so my compassion and my heart goes out to you and, and what you're talking about is unfortunately living with the reminders right, which is part of the grief process, is that you can be in a, a better place, not a great place, but then something will trigger you, like New Year's Eve was triggering. Uh, a phone call can be triggering. A picture can be triggering. A birthday can be triggering. And so part of why we all should go to counseling, all, everyone, after the loss, is to deal with those reminders that come up so that you can talk about them and identify triggers and then create strategies to cope. Yeah, I think it's so um, important, Ricky, and I admire your courage to just speak about how you've been going to therapy, how you've been crying it out, because a lot of times, you know, there's this masculinity like for men to, you know, be hard and to not express their emotions. And as a woman, you know, I always try to be mindful, especially as a wife, to support my husband and make him feel safe to express himself in that way. What are things that we can do um, as women in the lives of men who are struggling with grief? You know, honestly, get them to talk about how they feel, right? What we know is that the critical piece to helping someone grieve is how they narrate the end of that person's life, like how they talk about it. Like the more you talk about it, even though it sounds like the opposite thing to do, the actual better you feel because you get further and further away from it, right? When you don't talk about it, that's how it stays with the same intensity four or five years afterwards. So actually, if you're blessed enough to have a wife or have someone who you trust, that's why therapy is so important, to actually talk about how it feels over and over again, even though most people want to get away from it, that actually helps you to feel better because you are... um, you're weakening the power it has over you and getting the distance you need to grieve without totally shutting down, if that makes sense. Wow. Uh, Dr. Tart, I'm, I'm, it's a lot of people out there going through. That's why I, I decided uh, this January 29th to just, just try to put things into perspective and use this opportunity to help other people that's grieving because it's bigger than me and it's not about me. Uh, a lot of people, uh, I, I try to find, look at uh, different perspectives, Dr. Dr. Tart. And try to use this platform to help others heal because so many people have uh, have suffered and, and kids have gotten killed and and have to deal with not only their kids getting killed, they got to go to court to face their child's murderer and and all this you know yeah. stuff like that. And that's why I try to be mindful and thoughtful. And uh, something said, "Hey, 
You're not going to lay in the bed and think about this stuff. We're going to get up, and we're going to make sure that your, the death of your son is not in vain. We're going to try to use this opportunity to bless others, uh, uh, Dr. Tart. Let everybody know how you can be reached if people need additional help or resources, or how can they contact you. All right. Well, we got to appreciate the platform and, and, and um, you know, being there for you, man, and, and for your audience. If you lost a child specifically, I want you all to go to CompassionateFriends.org. CompassionateFriends.org. It is only for parents who have lost a child. That type of hurt is different from every other type. For everyone else, they can go to GrieveShare.org. GrieveShare.org. And I've created a course for people to get over prolonged grief disorder. And and you can just text me to 770-637-5710-770-637-5710 so that you can learn how to get over grief yourself or how, for most people, how to support a loved one. Mm. Dr. Dr. Todd, I really appreciate you, man. You don't understand. Uh, We're helping a lot of people today. And uh, and I, I just thank God for you. I thank God for my therapist. I thank God for uh, for Spirit, uh, the uh, therapist that has helped my family. Uh, uh, she works out of Atlanta. She was on our reality show. She actually was my son's therapist. And uh, I just really been just we just been doing a lot of a lot of therapy. And I want everybody to understand: you just can't pray and pray and pray. You, the, the brain is a muscle, and it has to be healed, just like your ankle, your stomach. Your knees, you go to the doctor for everything except for your brain. And God created therapists. God created Dr. Tart. God created all of the therapists that's out there to help you figure this out and, and grieve properly and put things in a proper perspective so you could uh, continue to live. Dr. Tart, thank you so much, man. I really love you and appreciate you. And thank you for being uh uh, who you are and our uh, counselors, Yanetta Spring, all of the therapists that's out there, Crystal Counseling in Birmingham. Thank all of y'all so much for what you do for helping people like myself. Hey, Ricky, I'm, I'm glad I could be here for you, man, and God bless you. More Ricky Smiley Morning Show coming up. Uh, I just want to. I just want to say this morning. I just. I'm just. I, I just want to thank God again. I did it early this morning for those of y'all that's waking up. Uh, uh, just now waking up. Some of y'all wasn't up at 5 a.m. because we open up our morning show with 15 minutes of praise. Uh, but I just want to thank God for my life. I want to thank God for the good. Thank Him for the bad. Uh, even the bad brought me closer to Him. You know what I'm saying? If I never knew who God was a day in my life. I found out on this day last year because he carried me. You and, and I don't know. I just want to put it in the right perspective. I, I told God when I found out that news uh, that Brandon had passed away that I, I told God, I said, God, if you let me make it from my apartment door to the elevator, I promise you I can make it. If you could just get me down this hallway. I was by myself, Brent. I was in that apartment by myself just trying to make it to the elevator because the hallway was spinning. Mm. And I always think about that 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 set of footprints, that one set of footprints in the sand. Come and I want now. everybody out there that's, that's, that's struggling, that, that have lost somebody, have lost somebody, you got to trust God. All our life, pastors been in churches telling us 
that God would give you peace that surpasses all understanding. No, yeah, they was prepared for me to be off work today, but I'm not finna be off work today. Be off work today for what? My son was a, a professional stand-up comedian, and my son got up and went to work every day. And I have to honor his memory by using his uh, uh, depth in order to bless others. My son had to die just so others could live. His birthday is coming up February the 7th. And that whole morning show is going to be a celebration of his life. We're going to bless people. We're going to help people. We're going to save people's lives. So his life won't, his memory won't be in vain. God has been so good to me. God has been so good to my family. And I just want to take the time to use this opportunity and platform to bless others. Do you know yesterday, Brad, God let the sun, I woke up to the sun shining on my face. Come on now. With peace, yes. with love, I felt God's warmth on yesterday. I'm, I'm not gonna lay in here. I went, I, I went and got therapy. I want everybody to start looking into therapy and getting grief counseling and getting help and getting out doing fun things and, and respect the memory of your loved one by continuing to live and get through the grief process. See, we thought we thought we think about our grandmothers, Brett, but our grandmothers had mothers and grandmothers also. But we right. think it, everything started with them because those are the only ones that we saw. Mm -hmm. Big mama had a big mama also. They got through it. You saw your grandmothers and your granddaddy strong. I watched my grandfather sit there and watch my grandfather and my grandmother. I couldn't even focus on my dad being in that casket because I was so concerned looking down that front row and my grandparents crying like that. So that's why when my son left, I, had, I held it together for my granddaughter because I don't want my granddaughter to have the memory of a grand of a papa over there crying like that and the whole funeral was pickaboo pickaboo playing and come sit on my lap and just trying to make sure that she didn't see me in no kind of grief or whatever and i want everybody out there to, to know to trust god i want to thank uh my pastor pastor kevin bryant at faith walkers church i want to thank reverend john king pastor walter solomon and I want to thank Dr. Davidson. I got up and ran to church, Brett. I, I, I couldn't even wait for nobody else in my house to get dressed because my whole family, we all cramped up and uh, was cramped up in one apartment yesterday and just wanted to be together and have a good time. But I couldn't wait for nobody to get dressed because I had to get to God's house yesterday because you heard what Dr. Tart said on the last break. I could have died. A lot of people die doing grief. I could have had a stroke. I could have died. My other son could have died. It could have been worse. I... I, I, I could have been facing a court date Facing my child's murder Like a lot of the parents have to do But it's all about putting things Into the proper perspective mm -hmm. And knowing that God is still good And God has prepared us Our whole life for this And we have to lean on God And lean on your Christian training In times like these I went to church and just sat on the back row yesterday Next to Miss Wiggs uh, I love to sit with the usher board and every church I go to, I always sit in the back because I just be low key. I just like to sit back in the back. And uh, he called me up to the front man and prayed for me. And Dr. Davidson, uh, my pastor at uh, New Mount Olive Missionary Baptist Church, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And I uh, called me up there and prayed for me. Got him on. Uh, is he on? Dr. Davidson, good morning. Good morning to you, my brother. Good morning to the rest of the uh, team. Man, first of all, thank you for that beautiful sermon that you preached yesterday. Uh, and I just want to thank you for, uh, uh, I didn't expect that, but but you kindly had me to come in front of the whole church and put the uh, other pastors and the deacons around me and just pray 
Uh, and, and, you know, I don't want to, didn't want to make this all about me, 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 me. I just want to use this opportunity to bless others that's suffering. Also, you want to put this in any type of perspective, Dr. Davidson? Well, first of all, let me say this, man. Um, my wife, Ivanka and Layla and I, we've been constantly praying for you and just, um, know that all is going to be well with you, man. And just keep, keep holding your head up and doing what you're doing. But you know, all, all that you've been going through, it reminded me of a patch of scripture that I read in Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 8. It says, but the Lord is the one who is marching before you. He is the one who will be with you. He won't let you down. He won't abandon you. So don't be afraid or scared. And it just reminds me that regardless of what our situation or circumstance is, God is always with us. But not only would he be with us, he goes ahead. So he fixed this thing even before we get to the point. So even before you got to this point, God knew that this point was coming and he has prepared you for this moment. As tough as it may be, you just said, your son had to die so others could live. That is literally an image of our God giving his son, Jesus Christ, to the cross that we can live. And man, as hard and difficult as it is, you're a living testimony to so many other people's lives that God can see you through life's most difficult moments. And man, I'm just happy uh, when I saw you yesterday with the smile on your face. Well, you encouraged me. In fact, you blessed me more than I blessed you yesterday just to see the joy on your face and the testimony that you said. And I think you have to continue sharing this kind of word and standing with this kind of strength and just know that God will continue to keep you in perfect peace not only this day, but from every moment forward, he will literally order your steps and order your stops. Hey, hey thank you for being uh, a, a great pastor and orator that you are. Thank you for being a pastor and a little brother, even though, even though we have our Alabama and Auburn differences and you pledged the wrong 1911. I absolutely love you despite of the mistakes that you have made and the bad teams that you have chosen. Dr. Davidson, let everybody know how you could be reached. <laughs> you can reach, you can reach me on all my socials at Marcus D. Davidson. That's M-A-R-C-U-S-D V-A-V-I-D-S-O-N. I would love to have all my friends to know what kind of a guy I am that loves the Auburn Tigers. Yeah. See, nobody has ever said Auburn Tigers on this morning show biggest church in Fort Lauderdale and in your past study you got Auburn stuff everywhere but at least you a Cowboys fan God bless you man and uh, and I want Dr. Davis we're going to send this song out on behalf of my Olive Missionary Baptist Church Fort Lauderdale Florida and Faith Walkers uh, uh, Church in Birmingham Alabama and Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church in Dallas Texas and Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church Nashville Tennessee and shout out to Pastor John King this morning uh, 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 my, 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 uh, he's like a father to me. I want to play this to everybody that have, that's grief stricken. I want to remind you of this. This song came in my head when I got the news that my son passed. My son passed. I want to play this for you. News headlines, entertainment, sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Rick Smiley Morning Show. Got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. A drone attack killed three U.S. service members and wounded more than 30 at an outpost in Jordan, marking the first time U.S. troops have been killed by enemy fire since the start of the Gaza war. 
Now, the attack comes weeks after efforts to keep the Israel-Hamas conflict from spreading through the region. President Biden blamed Iran-backed militant groups and vowed to hold them responsible. Iran has denied any involvement. In other news, a possible border deal could head to the Senate floor in the coming days, according to Senator Chris Murphy. However, the question remains whether Republicans are going to listen to former President Donald Trump, who has tried to tank the compromise. Get this. Trump in recent weeks has tried to kill the bipartisan legislation in part because he wants to campaign on the issue instead of President Biden taking credit. Yeah, Yeah, that's something. Yeah. Lastly, the IRS will begin accepting and processing 2023 federal income tax returns today. But if you're not an early bird, the filing deadline for most people is April 15th. And if you are owed a refund, the IRS typically issues them within 21 days of accepting your return. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick rundown of a few of this morning's headlines. For more news and updates, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? Well, let's talk about Super Bowl. The teams are set. You got the Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers. We're going to start off talking about Kansas City beating Baltimore. All I got to say is, mama, there go that man. He is him. And he is talking, I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes. Shout out to Travis Kelsey. Also reminded everybody who he is as well. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson should still win the MVP, but the Chiefs. Hey, Ra- Ra- just what, what happened with that game? I didn't see all of the first game. What happened? Kansas City Chiefs just went in there and beat him. Like flat out. This was the first time that Lamar Jackson was a little bit uh, confused. Like every time the defense of Kansas City looked like they were in man defense, then they would drop back in the zone and vice versa. So. Lamar just couldn't get no rhythm going, man. Couldn't get but no rhythm. But also Flowers. Did you see how he did? Had that taunting call. We had a 15-yard um, um, bonehead yeah, penalty. Yeah, yeah. Oh my bonehead gosh! Rookie penalties. mistake. Yeah. And the same D back was the one to strip the ball from him right. on the goal line oh, later in the man. game. You got to You can't. My heart. You, you can't make those mental mistakes in, in games like this, man. And speaking of mental mistakes, let's move on to the next game. And the Lions are still alive. Bansley takes the ball high in the air. It ricochets around. George Kittle has got it. And the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. All I got to say is you got to be kidding me. How did Detroit Lions blow a 17-point lead? They played three solid quarters. Had a brain fart in the third quarter. Dropping passes in your stomach. Not Butterfingers. Unbelievable. Lando Lake's unsalted butterfingers. Come on, you got dog. one damn job. Catch, Catch the, ball. the ball. Catch the ball. And we dropped man, the interception. Man, it made me so mad. Like, come on, man. I mean, look, no disrespect. San Francisco did everything they were supposed to do. They took advantage of the Detroit Lions' mistakes. And why they didn't kick a damn field goal, man, to keep momentum going? Well, Take the points. Well, Take he, the three points. Look. Kick the ball off. That gets they fans. You know, you give them momentum. Yeah, so... I would have kicked the field goal. You're right about that. But let me explain to you why Coach Dan Campbell did not kick the field goal. He, the Lions have been playing that way the entire season. That's their identity. They've always gone for fourth downs. They've always said, listen, it's going to be us, me against you, and we think we're better than you, and we're going to beat you. And that's what they've been able to do, and they've had success playing that way the whole season. So I would have kicked it, but I'm not mad at them because they didn't. Yeah, that, that would have been a game changer, Rock, because if they would have kicked the field goal, the momentum, that crowd would have been calm. They would have still had their confidence. Once the team start, you give the other team momentum or whatever, it's it, it just hard to recover from that because it's the playoff. It, this team, whoever wins this game, go to the Super Bowl. It's important. 
you know what I'm saying, to keep them quiet and, and to kind of keep their offense off the field as well. How about we catch the football? If we catch the football. How about that? How we, we catch the football, we wouldn't even be having how about these conversations. We bring, how about we bring back Stick'em? Come on, dogs. <laughs> come on, come on, man. They need to spread the dip in it. But let me, Damn. Let, let, me, let me give props to Brock Purdy. He did his thing. Quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. He did his thing. He uh, he earned it, and uh, he's about to get ready to go to the Super Bowl and play against oh, Dan. You oh, cannot, man. Yeah, you, you cannot. Uh, what'd you say, Gary? I told y'all San Francisco was going to win. I don't know what y'all You, you said it by four. What, what, what's, what's the mascot for, for San Francisco, Gary? Uh, uh, Queen B. <laughs> no, the 49ers. See, you <laughs> pulling for San Francisco for all the wrong reasons, sir. <laughs> all the wrong reasons. Just because that's where the air is. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. I guess when San Francisco won, you went somewhere and did a split in front of yes, the TV. That's right, baby. Defense attack. Sack that quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Brad? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brett Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Kanye West has banned his wife, Bianca Century, from social media for her own protection, although friends think it's a part of his creepy plan to further isolate her. Uh, they believe his latest moves continue to highlight a pattern of controlling behavior. And insiders said Bianca always has had social media and was active on it until she married Kanye. He doesn't want her to have it because he thinks it will hurt her if she had to read all the nasty things that people say. He convinced her that since she is a star now, she has to remain a mystery and it is creepy to those who know her and feel like it's another form of control. The problem is, Ye is posting images of his wife on his own Instagram account, despite allegedly claiming she needs protection. Now, an insider added he's pushing her nakedness all over his own social so he can control the narrative. It's disturbing by shutting down, by shutting her off from the world. He's causing her to become more and more isolated. That's that's sad if that's true. I I feel bad for her if, if that is true. But maybe that's not true, y'all. Maybe she wants to just listen and do what he's saying. Be isolated. Some people like that. Last but not least, Snoop Dogg shared a story about his weed smoke upsetting Michael Jackson. During the interview, Snoop said, me and Mike was family. His family and my family love each other. We have a record that never came out together. We never had issues. Only issue me and Mike had, we was at designer Ed Hardy's event in Vegas, and and he had Michael and I perform. But where he messed up, they said, you know, Michael Jackson's dressing room is next door. He said, I'm like, no, it ain't. And they like, yeah, right there. So I'm like, hold on. I opened the door and I was still smoking. And Mike said, Snoop, don't do that. Put that out. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, I took a step back and put it out. We laughed about it later when he told me not to bring any weed to the studio. <laughs> that is a great memory. I can see it right now. And I can hear Michael Jackson saying, like, is it all right? if I come down there and sing to you. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. That's a great memory. All right. Thanks for that, Snoop. All right, y'all. We're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Happy Monday, and I'm Mark Morial, and this is the State of Black America for today. First, I want to congratulate the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers for making it to the Super Bowl. But I also want to tip my hat to the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, they were my favorite. Uh, and the Detroit Lions for one great effort and great seasons. I know both teams are disappointed. I was hoping the two of them would meet in the Super Bowl, but they didn't make it. But let me turn quickly to today's State of Black America. An alarming report 
by the Brennan Center for Justice found that threats, harassment, and physical violence against elected officials have spiked in recent years, threatening the free and fair functioning of representative democracy. Almost 90%, that's right, of state legislators report some form of abuse in the last three years, with 40% of them experiencing actual violence or threats of violence. No doubt, black people, people of color, and women have been disproportionately affected by this pervasive intimidation that threatens to exacerbate our underrepresentation. It is so important to follow what the Brennan Center recommends. State and local governments should provide officeholders training conducted by experts in resisting hate-based violence. States should regulate open and concealed carry of guns in places where officeholders engage uh, with the public. States should protect local and state officeholders' personal information, such as home addresses, with appropriate exceptions for public accountability. Earlier this month, we at the National Urban League launched a new phase of advocacy and activism based on D3. Defend democracy, demand diversity, and defeat poverty. We must do all three to advance our community, to protect our elected officials from intimidation. That's vital, vital, vital to the effective functioning of democracy. This is Mark Morial. I'm President and CEO of the National Urban League. This is today's State of Black America. Please follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter used to be, is now called X, at Mark Morial. That's at Mark Morial. And I'll see you next week on the radio.